0: Hey guys welcome to under the tip my name's asha
1: and my name's sorry
0: and today we have owens with us so welcome owens and um, we have uh, we're really excited to have him with us he has graduated from the university of aberdeen and he is currently within his vocational training year in dunfermline scotland which is really exciting and um, outside of his training he's one of the handful of dental scholars of the Healthcare Leadership Academy and he's a policy officer for the European Dental Student Association and a vice president for the dental branch of Medic Mentor. So we are so excited to have you and we would love to hear all your exciting things that you've been doing. So firstly, I think a lot of people that will be listening into our podcast will be quite interested to know um, what your working week is like and what you get up to on a day-to-day basis.
2: Well, uh, thank you, Asha for and sorry for having me here. Uh I'm really excited about that. Um yeah, certainly I'll um in terms of my typical week, I'll probably say it doesn't feel too uh, different from anyone else's uh doing their vocational training. Uh, so yeah, as um as many might be as uh, as always foundation dentists. Uh, I work in practice three to four days a week, um, and then there's one day a week uh, which is set aside for training. Uh, obviously, because of COVID, this has kind of been turned a bit upside down, so I tend, uh, as my practice works in clinical bubbles, so I tend to have one day off a week uh, that I spend, I tend to spend on these kind of extra projects I do. Um, and then I suppose something that's a bit different as well is uh that usually after work, I tend to have to do a couple of Zooms here and there, uh, a couple of meetings to, again, uh, touch base with a lot of my uh, colleagues. Um, But, yeah, generally, um, weekends are free unless I've got something on, like um, uh, HLA meeting or things like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's...
1: (laughs) So, uh, obviously, you're a qualified pharmacist and everything. Um, So, tell us a little bit about what made you make the step to to starting dentistry and becoming a dentist.
2: Yeah. um, I suppose that answer, uh, um, uh, to answer to that question, I kind of need to go back to when I started, uh, when I originally applied for university. Um, Because I think when I was in sixth form, I really wanted to study medicine, and I remember working really hard for two years, trying to get you know the best day levels I could get, uh, work getting work experience, uh, even to the point that I managed to get um, joint author in a couple papers, presenting at you know meetings, and yet for two solid years I didn't even after all of that I still didn't get no interview at medical school and pharmacy was actually my backup option uh which i did learn to love as i kind of got through the the course but when it came to final year that kind of that burning desire to try again kind of kept coming up um so i think when i got to final year i wanted to uh you know try again but um you know, to see, oh, maybe should I try again at university, especially uh, medicine. But then choosing dentistry was a bit crazy because at the time I didn't really have like a role model. Um, I didn't really have a uh, a person that I could kind of, you know, think, oh, this could be me in the future. Um, so it was never kind of something that I, uh, I considered uh, when I was 18. But when I finished pharmacy, um, one of my predecessors um, uh, ended up going to dental school, and that got me wondering. Um, and as I kind of looked into the profession, the more and more I found out about things I loved, uh, and things that I could see myself doing, and things that I, um, you know, really interested me in the in the profession. Uh, you know, kind of the the idea of kind of being, you know, a surgeon. Uh, being able to kind of work and lead a team, uh, being able to kind of organize uh, the care for like a patient. Um, And again, also this idea of uh, uh, health promotion was really important for me, something that I kind of take from uh, pharmacy. So yeah, I mean, that was something that, and I think as well, as a person, I've always performed better when I kind of jump into the unknown uh so I wasn't too scared of uh I think when it got to that stage I said well you've got a really good career to kind of let's call it fall back on let's why not just why not just try and see what happens the worst that can happen is another no and um went
0: for it right I so just you... <laughs> went
2: yeah and uh it was strange because, again, that was my plan B because, again, I was still having my uh, eyes set on kind of staying in a uh, hospital pharmacy where I was kind of working. But as I progressed with my application, things went really well. And the more and more I said, I, you know, this is this door has opened for me. I need to grab it and, uh, and just go for it. So, um, again, yeah, it was just kind of, Making sure you know, I've I've tried to kind of go, suppose go with the flow. I mean, the door opened. I needed I needed to kind of go through it.
0: Um, and you walk, so you walk through that door, and I think that's really interesting for people that are listening as well to like hear that you you know started off from a different career and like pharmacy is really cool. That's an old career in itself, and then you've taken a different route into dentistry and. I mean, I bet you didn't think that you would be coming into dentistry in your first year in a pandemic. So how has the transition been from dental school to foundation training year in a pandemic? Because I, I, you're not alone on that one. And actually some people might be quite worried about that coming up because um, we're still in it, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, so I think it's been interesting uh, to say the least. Um, I think again with how... You know the training kind of stopped midway, and um I suppose in a way, at the time I felt quite lucky not having to sit my full we- uh, breadth of exams. I said, "Oh, you know, that's something
1: I, I get to have a break." <laughs> some some benefit. Yeah, exactly.
2: You know, you always look <laughs> on the bright side. Uh, and bright
1: side of life. Eh? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, no, that that was. I think at the start it was kind of that. Um I think maybe on the downside i suppose there was a bit of a, a challenge in terms of uh being able to i suppose not be influenced by all these kind of uh uncertainties but having said that i think the uncertainty just a bit like you know how nowadays people just jumped on investing in like stock in in the stock market <laughs> um
0: yeah
2: you know that kind of uncertainty that kind of um volatility in what is going on i think has brought a lot of opportunities and one of which is kind of getting into hla which again has opened many doors um for me um and in terms of things i've always wanted to do um that's quite
1: interesting So do you do you feel like it's it's given you even more doors to kind of go through and more things to to get involved in?
2: Yeah, certainly. I mean, um, something that I'd suppose um, I, as a second round of uh, you know going into university, I I felt so when I did pharmacy, I uh, pretty much just focused on getting my grades and getting out um mm-hmm. not really thinking mm-hmm. about all the new thing or all the extra things that uh doing a degree can bring to your uh personal and kind of career prospects um so i think when i came to do dentistry i you know one of the kind of challenges i, uh, I put to myself was to you know explore what's outside of the straightforward you know get your grades mm-hmm. and uh, because I realised, you know what, at the end of the day, everybody gets grades and everybody gets that final BDS or that final, uh, mm. you know, uh, but how does that then help me kind of shape my career? Um
0: and, oh, definitely.
2: And certainly that's it. I kind of said um, I just need to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone. And that's something that, like a challenge that... Um, I wanted to bring in as soon as I started dentistry. And again, with this whole COVID, um, I just thought, you know what? First of all, I said I was quite bored of staying at home. So why not just kind of push myself and having this uh, extra things that I could do? Also because it's something I'm quite passionate about. So, well, learn- again, learning about myself, being able to grow as a person, and um and also yeah just kind of giving back with what i do for medic mentor and uh, edsa
0: that's amazing so tell us more about the edsa medic mentor for people that um aren't you know familiar with the terms and also um you've obviously spoke a bit about hla but if you could tell us a little bit more about Healthcare Leadership Academy and w- what you're doing with them at the moment. So that's a kind of triple question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a tricky one. Uh, at the first, let me start with um the Healthcare Leadership Academy. Because that's probably the uh one of the first things that kind of brought all these uh opportunities to me, at least made me think about them. So again, as a scholar, um I really wanted to get involved because I think growing up, I was quite shy and I really always put my own, uh, barriers. As always said, uh, there's someone else that will do better. So why, why bother? Don't apply. Don't do this. And again, because of COVID I decided, you know what, why not? Um, I bet you there's no, that many dentists or pharmacists, let's, you know, What's was the worst that can happen? I really wanna learn more about myself and how I could become a leader of the future. And uh, and again, something I said, you know, in the careers, in the career that I've, I've got, there will be a point where if I wanna progress, I'll need to be a leader. So why mm-hmm. learn this 40 years down the line? Or why kind of having the first experience you know 20 years down the line why not be able to do it learn as you progress and then you've got more time to kind of learn your style and that's what hla i started for me uh, being able to kind of explore how i can be how i'm an individual and how i can use my own uh you know s- skills to imp- as opposed uh, in my own workplace yeah um I think certainly something that I like about the HLA, it's that's different to uni. I, I suppose uni kind of trains you to be a safe professional and therefore encourages uniformity, like being able to tick these boxes yeah. and just being able to do you know what everyone else does. But I think HLA is really good because it stimulates that kind of creativity, yeah. individuality. And, you know, using that to drive what you want to do. Um, so, yeah, I suppose, <laughs> rambling on on the HLA. um, uh, I suppose what that's uh, helped, it's, um, again, kind of made me think what I want to do to drive this change uh, or use this uh, opportunity. So this is how I joined um, uh, EDSA, so the European Dental Student Association. Um, mm. To be fair, I did join uh, my first kind of uh, rodeo with them was uh, a year before, because uh, going to university in Scotland, in Aberdeen especially, is a very small university. And I would say relatively isolated.
0: It's a postgraduate um, university, isn't it? Sorry? It's a postgraduate university for a dental undergrad, Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, it's um, it's a yeah, solely pro- postgraduate, and the year cohort is twenty people. Wow, that's so so cool. it's a relatively small oh, wow. uni.
1: That's very
2: Yeah, cool. and I think going from uh, my pharmacy degree, where there was two hundred in a year. To twenty was kind of a shock for me, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is really you know everything um,
0: about everybody in your year as well, because there's only twenty of you. So you guys, you you know, you guys have to be friends, man. When you're close.
2: exactly no, exactly, it's uh, it's it, it's pretty much a family. <laughs> it was that small, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, I suppose what got me to think about um. EDSA was kind of this idea of, you know, there's so many people outside and, you know, we'd never get to kind of interact with them. Um, and and again, and it was something that...
0: Outside of like um, Aberdeen or, or dentistry? Yeah,
2: both in a way. I think more so uh, both in dentistry, um, because I, I suppose you tend to kind of stick with your uni or your local unis. Um, and I thought, well, why not see how other people around Europe, um, you know, how, you know, you've got this massive network of people, uh, why not join up?
0: Yeah.
2: Definitely. And, and I think mm. then, yeah, I mean, I, I just went to my dean, I said, what can we do about this? And he was like, well, if you want to do something, just, you know, do it and then we'll see what we can, um, uh, you know put okay. the application see what we can do and that's what i ended up doing so i just got my you know i just made sure to kind of um you know ask around how do i do this made the application went to uh i had to go to berlin to like apply for my school oh my goodness, and wow. uh, and that's the rest was history Absolutely. um but,
1: and what was your what was your role within the Uh,
2: So at the time, I was literally just somebody applying for my dental school to join the organization. And Mm. however, as you know, after doing all that work, I said, how, you know, I can't just like, I've got into the organization. I just leave it like that. How do I, you know, keep this connection growing? So I kept up with like all their projects and. Um, I joined their policy and research team uh, the year before and then decided to this year um, something that I was really passionate about after the Black Lives Matter movement was to Mm. look into the you know how equality and diversity is seen in, um, in dentistry and and especially in Europe. I mean also being uh, half Italian is it something that I was you know I've experienced on myself like this this mm. topic being quite controversial is still a bit of a taboo subject. So I said wow. And what is what is your other half? Uh, I'm half Nigerian.
0: That's a cool mix. Oh,
2: okay. I know it's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> <Love it. laughs> And yeah, I mean, must that must be quite a different culinary
1: mix as well. Join, Sorry, must be quite a different culinary mix as well. Nigerian food and Italian,
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd ever have them together,
1: but certainly,
2: <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a good I think they both make a good uh offering, you know. Um, you must
0: eat well, Owens. I'm coming around once the pandemic's <laughs> over, you can make me dinner. <laughs>
2: I I honestly, like, love cooking. It's one of those things I I just love doing. And it's such a shame that nowadays that, you that can't I not that. Stop. Yeah.
0: Listen, but there's still deliveries, opens, so my doors, my, you know, my post box is always open.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I'll send them free. I mean, it's cold enough, so it'll be basically refrigerated too, so that's... <laughs> That's I'm sure right. you
0: were cooking uh, tiramisu last time we spoke, were you not, for your, your team where you'd cooked tiramisu, made it?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in fact, to be honest, I was, I don't know why that brought it up, but yeah, I was actually going to make it tonight as uh, again, because, wow. you know, it's a cold, it's a cold <laughs> day and it's Friday, I have a Friday feeling, uh, so <laughs> Oh, and I'm sorry, a... I'm sorry, I'm
0: sorry, sorry to make it to you, but it's thirsty
2: no i mean for tomorrow for
1: tomorrow oh, it's
0: nice. i was like oh my god i've still got one more day one more day of work left yeah i was like no no i got so excited there. he's
1: still a, he's he's still an MD. he's got a short yeah nice he's got week the work. one day study
0: week that he can <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah i know it's basically like yeah sometimes so I, I might even
1: back up on a Thursday. <laughs>
0: But yeah, sorry, we digress from you, but it seems like the work that you're doing and I think, um, you know, you, you're involved in HLA, EDSA, Medic Mentor, and I think that's a really good um, insight for other people to see that you have taken and embraced opportunities. And I think that's that's really important for, you know, people to aspire to see that because I guess it's not just all about dentistry and teeth. There's, there's so much we can do within um, our workplace, right? So... Um, I, I think it's really cool that you are involved in all these different things
2: yeah, I mean that's something've i um, and I think that's something that helped uh, having a degree in pharmacy because you know not only like it kind of teaches me maybe how to write a good um, or write a prescription for good handwriting, but I would say more <laughs> so it's um, it really reminds you of how you know as a as a patient that comes in they have, it's like it's a whole body. And also there is, um, you know, like oral health is just part of what they, what, you know, their kind of overall health. And sometimes when I see patients that have oral health issues, I always try to read or like read, you know, even for just the medication they're on or just kind of like what else is going on in their life. Because I understand that, um, if other things are not quite um you know oral health is part of their overall well-being and that's something that Mm -hmm. pharmacy has really taught me Uh, so i always try to bring Mm -hmm. that in whenever i kind of talk to patients and always try to tailor what i say specifically to them rather than you know brush twice a day morning and night maybe you can't do mornings because you've got kids to take to school do it at different time or you know so I think it's all about being able to see this patient as um as you know unique uh with their unique uh, sort of needs so um and again that's similar with the career itself dentistry I always see that there's so much more to just the clinical side because as a dentist I need to know all these like you know we work with other people um and we do you know there's other things uh that dentistry can
1: bring so yeah that's a really important point that you say because a lot of people mistake the idea that you are just a dentist and you are just in the surgery all day and that's that's all you can do but it's quite nice because you've highlighted quite a few other things that you've really got involved in and things you're kind of um, passionate about uh what 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 would be your biggest piece of advice for kind of undergraduate students that are kind of, I don't know, maybe not not a bit lost or anything, but kind of wondering what more there is mm-hmm. to kind of dentistry post graduation?
2: Um, I think I don't know if I'm qualified enough to say, but um, I I, I think for myself, <laughs> of you I are. personally You've got say two
0: degrees or wins.
2: I don't know. Like, I, I suppose, yeah, maybe piece num uh, like first piece of advice is like wear your imposter uh, imposter syndrome badge with pride i would say sometimes i find myself in situations where i'm like why am i in this position and um, however there must be a reason and you know if you do something with you know true passion and you're doing it for the right reason you will do a good job um I would say also failure's not the end. Um again, I think if I didn't try again that third time after pharmacy, I wouldn't I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Um so
0: That's true. I
2: I'd certainly say try. If it's something you want to do, try and it will work at the end. And sometimes maybe the the straight narrow pathway is not the right one for you. So just be open to the idea um
0: I think that's really fantastic bits of advice and I think that it's it's actually really inspiring um because there will be people within your shoes um that will be sitting and and thinking oh god did I give up or did I not try again I think it's really great that you've been really open about your journey because I think that that's so relatable for so many people and because life isn't perfect right so we don't always get things first time and we don't get into job roles etc like as soon as we think we're going to get into them career pathways take different ways and I, I think that's really good um bits of advice and i think a lot of people will resonate with that so thank you for that and um, we always have our signature question we've had a great time chatting to you and we've got some really good um insight into the difference actually this podcast is showing um how you can have different opportunities and variety within your working week you know you think you're just an ordinary foundation dentist (laughs) owns but you're clearly not (laughs) because you're going you're doing multiple different things and I think that's really exciting for people to see that so our question the most important question of the evening is we want to ask you manual or electric toothbrush oh oh and reasons why you have to put evidence base with you
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll, I'll write a policy paper on it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think I'd say, do you know what? I want to say electric, but I always resort back to manual. I think <laughs> it's because I always forget to plug my electric one in. Uh, you don't turn
0: the battery, right?
2: So <laughs> I always have been, yeah, I always got that manual one just in the like, back of the cupboard. I was like, yeah, that works. Um
1: yeah, it's
0: reliable. Manual. Isn't it? <laughs> boom another one okay. on my team thank you <laughs> well we've had such a really nice time talking to you tonight and i think that it's going to be very helpful for people listening into this um who may be in a different career actually or who you know might be feeling a little bit low thinking that they've not made it first time and actually uh you're an inspiration for people so thank you we're really happy that we had you on tonight and we're so excited to share this and as always i'm sure you're more than happy for people to contact you Um we'll tag your accounts on our insta page um and yeah so sorry do you want to finish off
1: yeah thank you very much i think you've highlighted quite a, quite a few things and it's really interesting to see that but like we always try and say it's not just about being a dentist in a dental practice there's, there's so much more you can get involved with and and, and do um, so yeah thank you and very thank much and thank that.
2: you for having me I mean this it's is this podcast lovely. is amazing because it's exactly what maybe the profession needs to kind of hear people that how that is not just about teeth there's other things outside dentistry or like straightforward mm. dentistry so no yes, it, it's amazing not
0: just teeth
1: yeah <laughs> not just teeth (laughs) that's my favorite hashtag
0: it is not just about teeth but (laughs) we are so happy that you listened in tonight and this is under the tooth and please tune in for our next podcast because we have some exciting ones lined up thank you bye